Dear listeners, my name is Adam Slater. You might know me as one of the hosts for Security Views Radio. Last episode, I, I very erroneously stated that Sylvester Stallone, and particularly Rocky V, was originally a spoof script that became Predator. That is simply not true. And I have found that out since then, and I have learned the error of my ways. I want to deeply apologize for breaking your trust, but I'm willing to work hard moving forward if you're willing to forgive. Thank you, and enjoy today's program. Welcome. This is Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast. I am one of your hosts, Adam Slater, and with me, as always, is the other host, John. But I don't think you, I think you just lied to our audience about being the only one. No, that's it. It's the only one recorded in this zip code, probably, or. Um, yeah, but I already did that one. No, I think it was in this room. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was in this. I room. would venture to guess in this building. I can, I can safely say we're probably <laughs> the only one recorded in this building, unless you are, unless they record them in banks or in mortgage studios. I, I doubt they do that. Yeah, I doubt they do that. I was on a podcast that had to do with the real estate industry one time. Really? That did need a cybersecurity expert. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. I had no. So some some. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you. You told me about that one. Can we plug him? Sure, you can plug him all you yeah, want. Kazepis? Yeah, Kazepis. Yeah. Yeah, Kazepis yeah. Law Firm out here in Huntersville. Nobody um, can spell that, so let's do yeah, cl- let's, let's do yeah, closehere.com. C K E Z E P I S. Justin's a great guy. We love him. And yeah, I, re- I remember when you went on his show that time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. local guy here, so. Yeah. So, if uh, if you're in the area, check him out. How's uh how's everything been? It's been a little bit behind the scenes. It's been great. You week. were you were out of touch last week. We we've, yeah. we've been Felton and I've been checking car trunks for your body. <laughs> um, didn't didn't find any, and then I uh, got a random text from you. I think on Friday of a stalker kind of picture of one of our customers, and uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're back. I said you should stop in and say hi, and you said you were in a rocky. Rocky tank top at the time. Yeah, I was like, no, I can't go in there. Yeah, I had my Win Rocky Win tank top on. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going in. So I'm make sure to include a link to that in our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this thing where just because we have clients in so many different places, I and I've been here for over seven years now, I still get so excited. Like, I'll be driving with my wife, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, look, look, look. Like, and, like, we'll, be, we'll pass, like, towns or county signs. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. hyped up. But, no, I was, uh, I was out on vacation last week. I was in uh, it's just outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. Played some, played some drinking games in Knoxville with the University of Tennessee alumni? Or? No, just, just <laughs> with my family. Oh, okay. <laughs> go Vols. Go I don't even know. Did they win this weekend? No, no, no. they played Alabama. They did not win. They did not win, yeah. 28-17. Oh, well, that's how they did Alabama just quit. Yeah, they just decided after. That was good. Yeah, 
It's like the Clemson game I watched a few weeks back when it was like 72 to 3 or something like that. It was. Run the clock continuously. Just run in circles. Well, that's good. So you're ready. You're. Oh man, you're, I'm 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 really glad to be back. I had a great time, but like it always happens at the end of. Uh, so what it is? It's it's my wife's family. So it's my wife, her two siblings, their parents, and her and her siblings' spouses, um, and then the dogs. Um, I, I, everybody in masks the whole time. I think. Huh? Everybody in masks the whole time. No, no, no. <laughs> well, once we get there, the masks come off. But um, it was. Uh, it's always great. I love it. It's we don't do anything, and it's like my favorite week of the year. But on that last day, like I'm just like I'm ready to be back in my apartment. Like it's not that I don't love this, but there's something there's just something about your own bed and like. This is just like a Saturday Saturday thing. It's a Saturday to Sunday thing. Oh okay. okay. But it's nine days, not two. So. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean yeah. So it's it's over a week. Oh yeah. And yeah. They, and, they, and the house people let you do this. Mm-hmm. We we give them enough money. Did, did you check? The, <laughs> did you check the apart or the uh, house for cameras or hidden devices? Yes, right. actually. You did. Yeah. Oh, good. We, yeah. Um, those are. The, I will not stay in a rental. We Verbo we, or Airbnb. Or one something. year we stayed at a house, and we were getting emails from the lady about like things that we were doing. Like while we were there. oh whoa did not know like, this story yeah like like we would like we would all go out to eat or something like that and we would get emails that had information that it's like either you're just peeking your head in through the window the whole time or you're or you're like checking in every once in a while so yeah we actually should like tell you where to go eat like no <laughs> no that would have been useful make a, information make a left Adam yeah. make, a, make a left. <laughs> Too much hot water. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're ruining no, yeah, At one point, she's like, yeah, we, you know, uh, plumber's got to come by and fix a leak in the sink. Um, don't worry, I'll just wait till y'all aren't there. And I was like, what? What? So, either, yeah, either she was just had her face pressed against the window the whole time or was washing this. So, like, I actually do. I actually do check the corners of the room. Can you reach out? I need – so she has a plumber who will show up. <laughs> um, yeah. So I need to know the any, any details on this plumber. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never speaking to that woman again. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think there's a lot of uh, these places have hidden devices. I think. I mean, if you get caught, I think you get kicked out of the program now. I think it. I, w- I think I Airbnb would hope takes arrested. it pretty seriously. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem with them being in the house. It's just. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. But it should be. But, I mean, um, I think they're like hidden in like bedrooms and stuff. Yeah. If. Yeah, I think if, if you – if it's not illegal, it should be. If you're renting your home, you should not be able to have active cameras. Yeah. Do you ever worry – did you watch the Dead Deadwood movie? Yeah, 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 the, yeah. So the, uh, the Grand Central, the back yeah, hallway. Yeah, he's got the peephole. Yeah, that he's looking through on the yeah. – they can see into any room. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever worry about that being a situation. Because that does not happen at a, at, a, at, a, at a courtyard by Marriott because they make sure you're shoved in there. There's no room in between <laughs> There's no rooms. room. Aaron Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> just otherwise, the ESPN reporter was, I think the guy was next door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, yeah. I think she won a couple of million dollars from her. I did not know that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There. Yeah, she should. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. I, I feel sorry for anyone that has to gaze upon my translucent skin. Mm, in too much information. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> translucent? 
Man, now we got the E again. You know? <laughs> Is it translucent? <laughs> but no, no, it's it's good. It's always a good time. So, um, but I'm glad to be back. Like I said, it's uh, that, on that last day. Every time, I'm just like I'm I'm, I'm ready to be home. So, I, I by the way, I just want to go ahead and uh, follow up on a previous story from last time, and it's it in fact true. Sylvester Stallone was in Playgirl at least and more. It, the, the, the response said Playgirl, etc., which I think we all know what that means. I, that I was correct. That could mean another magazine. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I, I, know about, I know this for a fact. But that doesn't mean... I do a lot of bar trivia. Yeah, or... Okay. He could have been in the magazine, but not, you know, Before exposed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you, should, you should trust me. He because needed, as we all know, Playboy has really good articles. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Playgirl. This is Playgirl. So I have no idea. The Their articles are terrible. I have never. Yeah, I mean, I if I picked up a, a if I picked up a Playboy and Sylvester Stallone was in, I'd be like, whoa, what? <laughs> uh, we're under eight minutes. Is this the quickest we've gotten to porn in, in an episode <laughs> of this program? <laughs> so what is Playgirl? I think I'm a, assume it's just Playboy, but for ladies. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just the opposite. I, I didn't know. How do you? Because why would I? <laughs> why would I know or care? Okay. Yeah. Just to. Right. So anyway, yes. So, um, <laughs> so everybody who thought I was wrong, I was right. Okay. So. I'm still gonna do some work digging on this. You're gonna off, off, off the off, off network. network. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh. Tell me if that works here. I gotta fix that. <laughs> 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 Set me up. <laughs> we only blocked. We only blocked Playboy. We didn't block all the other ones. No. Welcome to SVR without felt anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> After the incident. So, uh, well, let, look, let's let's almost nine minutes in. Let's jump to it. Um, so, I was actually thinking um, the other day that if your IT guy, um, if you found out that he hadn't blocked Playgirl. And you had to let go of him. Like, what? What should companies have in place for losing that infrastructure? I used to work for a small company, and um, our IT guy, um, he loved motorcycles, but he was fully aware of the danger of riding motorcycles. And he used to joke, "You guys are one I, you're, you guys are one motorcycle accident away from being screwed." And it was a joke, but it was also terrifying that, like, oh, yeah, like, if we don't find a way to get this information and store it correctly, we'd be in a bad spot. So when you do a job interview, you can't ask certain questions, right? Like, you know, like how old you are or oh, stuff yeah, sure. like that. Yeah, are you allowed to ask, do you ride motorcycles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is that banned in the... Uh, <laughs> Like, I'm sure, Felton, tell me if I'm wrong, but, like, that's, like, against the rules and a lot of, like, sports contracts and stuff, right? Like, you can't. You not allowed to write a motorcycle. No, it's a motor, yeah, so. Are uh, or, they, or they have to write in that they are allowed to, or. Wow. I, I believe it's also, um, you're not even supposed to play certain sports. Because, um, you know, if I, play you to, if I pay you to play hockey, and you're out there playing basketball and you break your knee, kneecap. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, so. You do not hire IT people who ride motorcycles. Well, so what you do to get around that is you get uh, a Harley-Davidson poster and you hang it behind your desk. 
So they're like, oh, you ride too. <laughs> and then that's how you know, get out. <laughs> Does a Can-Am spider count? <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I could see you on a Can-Am spider. Are those the three real ones? Yeah, they're the trikes, yeah. Is it the three wheels in the front or the back? There's two, no, there's, two, no, there's two in the front. One well, in yeah, sorry. That's, that's, sorry. Two in the yeah. front, one in the back. Gives you better control. Two in the front, one in the back. That might be kind of fun. Yeah. It's not like a sidecar kind of thing. No, no, no. Yeah. I can't. So I think it's wide enough that you have a pretty sturdy footprint on the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't feel that. I, no, I could do it. I rode a Vespa almost exclusively for like a year and a half. So I get up to 45 miles an hour on that. So good way to look manly is uh <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man i got 65 miles of the gallon Ooh. <laughs> that thing was fantastic is this like a d dui situation no no <laughs> no i just i uh i lived in florida and i didn't i worked not far away from where i was living and so it was like i don't need a car like i'm, I'm just a dude that lives in a double wide trailer i'm just gonna ride down to the Winn dixie to stock shelves so I'll buy this little moped and do it. There's a lot of visuals in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an interesting guy. You I are. You are an interesting <laughs> guy. This is why I love the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So one of you know what, what is your plan in place in the event that your IT guy leaves or your IT yeah. team or somebody who's in charge of the passwords? Who owns the king to the kingdom and where are they going to be? You know, years ago. Um, there were a lot of situations where people would just, you know, IT guys would just stop. They were like, that's it. And this happened a lot in, like, law firms and accounting firms yep. where, like, there was one dude supporting all these people, and they're just coming at them all the time. Yeah. So eventually he's just like, that's it. I'm done, man. I, this is ridiculous. I'm going to go get a job at Microsoft on a help desk or something. I'm done with right. this. And they would just, one day, they would just be gone. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know. It wouldn't be there. And uh, there wasn't really a lot of plans in place back then, but, you know, the passwords were usually motorcycle one or something like that. <laughs> you could usually probably figure that out. But that got harder over time, and, and right. so now it's a real risk. Like, what happened and who has the keys to the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Uh, who has the access to the passwords and all the information? And most companies, believe it or not, do not have a transition plan in place for this to occur. Yeah. A lot of people treat um, IT as a checklist item. Say, okay, I've got that department staffed, hired, good. They've got it. I've got a problem. You just go to them. Oh, and if you leave, just train your replacement or right. give me the information. Can we contact you? Or we'll pay you a retainer to be able to contact you if we have any questions going forward. All those do are helpful, and they should be done, but you also need to be in control of those keys of the kingdom, and, and there needs to be a, pl- a plan in place. So our recommendation here is that there's not just one person with that key. There's multiple people with access to those keys. So yeah. in the event that something happens to any one of us, as long as we don't ride in the same planes or cars together, Right. Pretty, it's a pretty good plan, but um, most people don't have that, and that's just passwords. I mean, there's a whole list. Yeah, of there's a things. whole list of a whole litany of things of you know, you know, having access to different things. Well, or well, how things work, right. what what vendors are being used, and used for what, and if there's a problem with this, who do I contact? I know we pay Microsoft, or uh, or this other company, JSCM Group, for Microsoft licenses, but do we call them if there's a problem, or do we call Microsoft themselves if we have an Office 365 problem? Like all those questions are part of a transition plan or or a disaster plan. Right. And and uh, IT person leaving 
could often be a disaster. If it's your sole person, it could often yeah, be a especially. disaster. Yeah. The power that they hold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I was actually, my wife was in a, a position like that where um, she started at a job and the plan was that there would be this transition of information over time and her, and it was, a, it was her and her boss, right? And um, those are the only two IT people. Her boss got fired like two weeks in. So like, you know, all of a sudden she had to, she was running a whole IT department for a school by herself. For because you're looking at it saying, oh, they've got somebody over there. They've got somebody, exactly. And, and you know, that's just, even, even under the best of circumstances, there is no way that you could transfer all that information to another professional in that short of a time. Um, and, and, and I don't, I don't even necessarily know that, um, that information needs to be solely part of the IT department. Like it seems to me that like there should probably be someone outside of just the IT people, like not just some random person in the organization, but like someone on the C level or something like that. that yeah, they might have a copy of this, of you know, this document or, or wherever this information is being stored. So one of the things that we do, and one of the recommendations I have, I mean, we need to break this down into several different pieces because there's several reasons why you may need an emergency to, to get into access to stuff. But one of the one of the procedures we have is let's just stop for, and it's, or not stop, but let's back up for a second and let's talk about what it is. So software and applications. So one of the procedures we have in place here is if somebody needs an application to to conduct their job maybe it's an add-on maybe it's a sales tool or something mm -hmm. like that or it's an accounting program or something um, it could be the accounting person requesting it or it could be the sales and marketing person requesting it or something what we're doing is we're running that we say okay we'll get you this but we'll be back in touch with your access so what we're doing is, is we're not allowing the, an individual who's to onboard any application here that isn't under our corporate control. Okay. So that way, if this tool becomes as effective as they told us it would be in order to do their job, right. that person leaves, the, that key doesn't go there. So we're, we're putting that through our process, say, okay, this is how we access this application. And then on the back end, we're saying, okay, this is how... The company accesses this. This is the rights that we set up, and we put that through our filter and then start granting access back out. Then the company is always in control of that application. Right. That application is never dependent on an individual because, again, we'll have multiple people with access to get into that if needed. We are also establishing the relationship with the vendor at the company level, not the individual level. Right. So if we ever have a problem, we can just call up our account management, our rep, our customer service representative, our channel manager, whatever it is at that location and say, okay, we need help fixing this. This dude left. Oh, and because you know us because we're the ones who pay you. So right. <laughs> you, will, you will help us. Right. And that needs to be established with any vendor that you work with. There needs to be a deeper relationship with, than just one individual. You could still have a main point of contact. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily going to be the one contacting for help if our accounting software, if our accounting team can't get the balance sheet to work correctly. They're working with them and their relationship, but the access is always controlled by somebody else. Right. There's always that is granted because then we can call in those resources in the event that we need to. Yeah. So it's an excellent way to handle it. And if you and if you look at this through anything, website access, uh, 
um, procurement or sources and revenue, but all those vendors should be listed out and there needs to be some type of corporate control. And if you don't have it today, you need to go back and get control over that yeah. and get control of those assets. Then there's other things like administrative passwords to the network, to the switches, to the firewalls and all those kind of things. You need to have a password management system in place that can allow other parties to get access to that in the event that they need to. Yeah. You may choose to quit your job or um, the IT person may choose to quit their job, but nothing should be dependent on you. If you quit and you're responsible for that access, the IT executive, the IT manager needs to have access to give the new person in your place that access. Right. And if you're a small business owner and you're the sole person responsible for everything and the data and all that kind of stuff, um, you shouldn't be the one who holds all the keys regardless of your role. A business owner should not be the only person in that organization to hold the keys because you have employees, you have customers, people are depending on you. That organization needs to be bigger than just you. Yeah. you it's not you sitting there saying, I'll grant you access when I want to grant you access <laughs> and no one's getting that but me. No one's asking for access to your bank account. No one's asking for right. signing authority in your bank account. What they're saying is we need to be able to continue to make sure things run normally and by the way, that's the way you get a vacation. That's right, the way right. you take time say, off. Yeah. Is like yeah. you 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 spread this 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 access to a very very common problem in small businesses. And the yeah. other problem in small businesses is that they solely depend on an outside vendor, like an MSP or something, to control all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what you're doing is you're saying I'm basing all of my company productivity and all my ability to earn money off of a third party who I don't control who I'm not familiar with their ownership structure. Right. And so we've seen this multiple, multiple times during, during um, security assessments is that we realize that a third party has all the keys. Yeah. And they're only contractually obligated to, to, to perform the service. They're not contractually obligated to turn that stuff back over in many cases. The company doesn't control that key. That's extremely risky for an organization. You should yeah. be granting the MSP access. Yeah, with the ability to rescind it yeah. at, the, at a, any given moment if you determine it. We're very famous around here for getting MSPs fired. Um, it's one of the things we do well, <laughs> and I joke about it. But we've, Unless we'd, you're an MSP that wants a security assessment, then give us a We would love to help you help you with your clients. And if you're good, you, they won't fire you. No, um, but one of the things we determine is that there's, there's holes in the system. They haven't turned over the correct access. Yeah. They're, they're, they're being negligent in certain areas. If you base your IT infrastructure off of a third party, you're saying you're trusting them 100% to keep your op- operations running. There's not a single business I know of now that can run without IT operations up and running. Yeah. So if you can have one company, if you're going to use third parties, have one company be the security partner and another one be the technology provider. They should not be the same. Yeah, I agree. Or have an in, if you have an internal team, there should be another person, another team involved to audit. Listen, you can have the best accounting people in the world. You still need a CPA firm and do the audits because <laughs> we are incapable of seeing our own mistakes. I say this all the time. If you ask me, I'm perfect. If you ask my wife, she's going to have some exceptions that she'd like to point out. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, and, and that's, that's always the thing is that I think that in IT, you know, just like, just like you have – physical backups uh, for, for data and you have a redundant firewall, a redundant switch, you need to have redundant individuals. Not, that sounds bad. You need to have redundancy built into what your people can do. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, again, for the access. And then the other thing, like you said, you know, 
for vacations. I mean, I was I was literally by a lake for a week, and I barely had internet access. Like, I had to go into quote unquote town um, if I really wanted to like check my email or something. But my team here had access to what they needed from me for right. while I was gone, and and that is such a freeing feeling. Of, but it's also I'm not just this alone. But <laughs> it's also just doing your clients a service. Like we're we're we're, yeah. we're bigger than just this one thing. Like we can handle it. We can right. things can move forward. It doesn't mean you're not important. It means that things still continue to move forward. Yeah, and and. You know, that's don't don't ever give a salesperson sole access to an application. No, please don't, <laughs> please don't. We will mess it up. Um, but no, I mean, and, and I just that that's the same thing with you know, with with all the stuff that we're, we've been talking about. So, one of the struggles that uh, people face though is, in inside executives and stuff, is the struggle to get IT people to turn over that information. They take it so personally sometimes. Yeah. I don't want to turn over that data. I don't want. I don't want them to have it. What if they mess it up? What if they lose it? What if they? But you're asking them to trust you 100, percent but you won't trust them in return. It's yeah. not. It has to be. It, it has to be both. It's not personal. It should be about the company running. And if you're struggling, getting your IT folks to share that information, you've probably got the wrong IT folks. And if you're an IT person afraid to turn it over to a boss that's asking, man, they're not coming after you. They're just trying to shore up their incident response and disaster recovery plan. It's not really an incident response plan, but it's more of a, di- a disaster recovery plan in yeah. place. A continuity plan is the, what I was looking for to say there. So you've got to share that information with people. Yeah. Um, as they need, the company needs to have the infrastructure in place. We always talk about end-of-year goals. What do you want to accomplish in the next eight weeks? And what are you going to accomplish in 2021? And yeah. everyone's going to be reflective, and they're going to lose their standard 10 pounds, or they're going to hit the gym, or they're <laughs> going to, at work, they're going to hit a new all-time high record sales quota. How about we make, between now and the end of the year, we're going to end on a really strong business continuity plan and disaster recovery plan that's going to ensure this organization is going to succeed into next year and it's going to be independent of a single individual yeah, and never dependent on a single individual. I think it's a, I think it's a good plan. Um, another good plan is for us to take a quick break. We're going to take a breather and we will see you in a minute. Workforces are more spread out than ever before, and hackers are using this to their advantage. Social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches. The only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are. Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888 888- 897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. All right, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us again for our second half. Um, during the break, uh, we were kind of we we kind of touched on it a little bit in the first half. There's really only a couple different ways that the separation between an employee and an employer happen, and I think that there's going to be a lot of similarities in each one, depending on you know for how you would handle um, 
you know, how you would handle transitioning information. But basically, there's, there's three scenarios that I see of that would prohibit, um, you know, would prohibit it. One, uh, as we sort of spoke about, is the refusal uh, for IT professionals to give up that control and give up the power. We kind of touched about that, like, hey, you need, need to really have a conversation with your IT guy if, if that's the case. The second one is either the immediate fire or a sudden quit. And, I, and I've seen that happen before with, I was talking to a guy one day on the phone, um, we, were, I, we were, don't remember what it was, we were chatting about something, and he said, yeah, man, call me in a couple days. A couple days I called him late, you know, a couple days later I called him. His boss picked up, and he's like, yeah, he don't work here no more. <laughs> and I was like, at least he wasn't on a call with you and he said I gotta run to a meeting <laughs> I, gotta, I think I'm getting a raise <laughs> but that, that and, and this one's sort of twinned to the sudden quitting right where you know the, they say I'll be right back I'm going out for cigarettes and they never come back right and you know in that instance you know, that, that's such a dangerous instance because there's no way, um, you know, it's, it's often that there's like no real way to, to wrestle that information back out of them if they don't work for you anymore. Yeah, well, so you got your D's that you always have to worry about, right? So you got death, divorce, drugs, drinking, departure. <laughs> departure <laughs> yes. can be a little yeah. bit open-ended. But like, so you have always have those concerns of like just somebody's life changing and them going yeah. off the rails. Like they were fine, then they're not. They got desperate. Um, they made some poor decisions or they left. They had another opportunity pop up. Um, you know, of course, then like you said, there's like a sudden death or something that does change drastically inside for an organization. Yeah. But then they often have to be. So that's why you have to take the time and prepare, prepare, prepare. Right. Um, for for in the worst case, hopefully you never need it. But then the worst case that you do need it, it's there. And that most importantly, you got to keep that updated. Nothing yeah. is worse than an outdated business continuity plan. But also make sure your passwords are in some type of password management system. That then always gets updated. The password should be so complex nobody can remember it. So that way, <laughs> right? There's no there's no there's no risk of them just knowing it and changing it and not telling you or somebody else about that. I think it's one of the major weaknesses that we see um, just in conversations that we have. Yeah. Um, it's in, it's in, in all size organizations, um, more enterprise level though, you're gonna see in medium sized enterprises, you're gonna see more of a, for, a formal process to it uh, because they're going through audits and assessments that are saying, hey, this is, you need to formalize a process here. Right. We've, re we've recently brought on here more of an enterprise uh, level network engineer who, who yeah. is doing that kind of work for, a lo for us and for a lot of our clients is, is, is sort of establishing those uh, and establishing those plans and those activities. And right. saying, let's, uh, let's pull back and think about this for a second before we, <laughs> right, right. we do something. So. Yeah, and, you know, not, and not to be morbid about it, but we did mention, you know, I mentioned the joke that my coworker would make at my old job, but um, I've seen that here too. And then we had, um, I've had a couple of, you know, clients that I've worked with where, um, you know, and it was two major scenarios that jumped out to me. One was um, guy got sick, went in for a rather routine operation, if I remember correctly, and then 
passed away from complications. Um, it was a fairly swift process. And, you know, and I worked with the rest of his team to help get them, you know, up to speed and, and, and up to date, you know, get all their affairs and accounts in order. They've been pretty successful, um, but, you know, sometimes, because here's the thing, it's not, it's not necessarily the problem of, and we mentioned this at the beginning too, it's not necessarily the problem of getting um, the, uh, the, the, the right passwords and, and all that stuff documented. It's the relationship, and that's what they've had the most trouble with. It's the relationship with the vendor of, you know, they were in the middle of projects of moving, um, I think they were, what it was, they were moving their voiceover, they were moving their, uh, their, their VoIP from one provider to another, and their old provider wouldn't give up the numbers, the phone numbers. And, yeah, and yeah. they were like, well, you're not blank. And they were like, yeah, he died. And they're like, it doesn't matter. You're not him. You don't have and, – and, and that's just that huge – that's just bureaucratic BS. Well, that's what I was saying, how the relationship needs to be established at a higher level. Right. The rela- and, and they've learned that lesson now, uh, thankfully. Um, you know, it's, it's fortunate that it took this. But, yeah, now, now they're making sure that those relationships are with IT admin at ABC company as opposed to with – an individual person. Um, and a somewhat similar story was um, I had a, another client who, um, and again, not to be such a downer about it, but like this is the reality of it. We see it happen. Um, the IT guy got sick, and he was sick for a very long time, and then he passed away. Over the course of that period of time, they made sure, like one of the things was like, hey, look, we know you're sick. But we kind of have to do this, and and you know, and he would he was still working, you know, most of the time for a good portion of that time. But he knew he was like, there's a possibility I'm not coming out, I'm not coming out of this okay. So they spent a significant amount of time making sure that um, that they were in a good position if they had, you know, if if those responsibilities had to shift. And. Luckily, I, you know, they were like 95% of the way there. You know, it's just a couple of like, oh, beans, I forgot about XYZ account or, or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's very, that's the one to me that jumps out the most. And again, again, it's not to be a downer. It's not to be morbid. But, like, it happens, and you got to be prepared for it, you know. So... Yeah, and so everybody who wants details, and I'm going to have a lot more specifics. I know these are always very conversational. It's not that we ever not want to give you specifics in here, but we're trying to keep it very conversational (laughs) and just having a conversation about scenarios. Um, There will be an accompanying blog post on our Security Views blog this week that will run. Um, I needed a topic, and and so this is a great topic in order (laughs) to publish this week. So I'll give specifics over the things you should look for and some tools and recommendations and some of the things that you need. And um, that will be posted by the time this episode does post. So um, you'll be able to have that and felt maybe you can link to the – you can link to the article in the show notes as well so people um, can find that there. Which, by the way, you appreciate everybody who subscribes to our blogcast, our podcast. <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to our blog too, which is sort of the, uh, very similar to this, a non-technical deep dive, but thought-provoking articles about um, things you should, t- should consider in security and occasional book recommendations from me on uh, things you should be reading around security. So. Um, 
nothing else really random. I don't post about what I had for dinner or anything else. But uh, no, <laughs> no, no one, no one will know that except for the, <laughs> except for my wife. Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> With your nuggets. Impossible Whopper. Still have not made it for the Impossible Whopper yet. You should, man. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I'll save that one for when I really need it. Like I'm stuck in an airport or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your airport meal? Yeah, because then it'll just taste amazing. Then I'll be the biggest fan. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't, eat, I haven't eaten in 12 hours. That <laughs> way I don't give it a bad review if it does suck. I don't know. I'll be like, it was, it, it was there when I needed it, man. It was there when I needed it. <laughs> Burger King was there for me. <laughs> yeah it's uh so we mentioned the fitness challenge the other the other episode and yeah that's that was that's that was one of the things that came up was well, what if we're stuck in an airport there's nothing you can eat in an airport that's good for you no no it's not and there's a i did publish a blog post to them then around that episode as well just sort of like um you know some of the things that kind of happened in more of a deep dive on that topic of depression and some, some issues around yeah. working in IT. So, and now this episode is about death and yeah. uh, maybe somebody quitting or, or <laughs> being fired. So let's just continue with the positivity. So tune in each week for our, <laughs> our positive message on cybersecurity. And, uh, Someone needs to have a baby next week. We have a baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, a kettlebell swing uh, this morning was what they called the big baby. So, <laughs> Kettlebell swung. I, I don't think I swinged. Adam, you're there. You swanged. I swanged. Swanged. <laughs> Swanged to kettlebell. Swanged. There's a, always a threat when you're swinging kettlebells. Like if you if you let go, if your yeah, chest yeah. high and your hand slips. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna kill yeah, someone. You're gonna take out you're gonna take out some IT person in front right. of you. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, so uh, the other week we were talking about, um, when we were talking about uh, social dilemma, I heard a term for what that is when you find yourself just like constantly going through your feed and like, how it's, it's called doom scrolling? Looking for negative? Yeah, basically like, tr- like trying to find that negative stuff to like fire you up because it's like a weird, it's like a weird kind of not dopamine obviously but it's like a weird kind of like emotional rush and like you like feel something so you like keep going and you keep hunting that stuff out yeah i heard the term doom scrolling oh interesting yeah speaking of using your phone if anybody out there has the ability to contact adam silver at the nba tell him december start date is a really good idea and he should go ahead and make that happen december 25th 22nd yeah, December twenty second is what the date they're saying is the date. The players still have to vote on it, but I'm sure I'm sure LeBron will give everybody the okay to go ahead and do that. <laughs> do it, guys. <laughs> didn't he get Dwight Howard to play in a bubble? And Dwight Howard didn't want to play in a bubble, I think. Or is it or is it Rondo or somebody? He, so he can do it. If anybody can do it, it's LeBron. I don't. Th- I think there would be a poetry to it being December twenty fifth. Well, so football owns Thanksgiving, sorry, it's their date, and um, college football owns New Year's, and the NBA owns Christmas Day. So if you watch sports, you just, there's this pattern, and they just sort of all agreed on these dates. So like the Rose Bowl is always New Year's Day. Right, right, right. So anyway, the NBA always has games on Christmas. 11 a.m. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's always like good teams, like L.A. versus L.A. Oh. Or good matchups, anyway. Um, L.A. versus L.A. or the Bucks versus uh, 
to Pacers or something. I did not know that. Oh, I know we're educating you as know, part I of our cybersecurity this. sports podcast. Yeah, I, I mean, on Thanksgiving, I watched the, the, the dog show. So This is the Westminster? I don't remember the name of the dog show. I just know that I wait for that stupid parade to be over so I can watch those kick-ass dogs run around. <laughs> the parade, what are they going to do about the parade this year? Just be a bunch of computer images? Going I, I don't know. Just the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's drones pulling the balloons along. Yeah. All right. Though well, that would be pretty sweet. Okay. So, all right. Well, we got to finish up here, guys. Um, thank you, as always, every week for joining us. We really do appreciate it. If you like what you hear, um, I'm not going to be the guy that tells you to like and subscribe. I'm just not going to do it. I don't care if you really, really like the show. I'm not going to tell you to like and subscribe. I'm not going to tell you to tell your friends. I'm not going to tell you to leave a review. Just, I'm just not going to do it. You can't make me. Felton, thank you for joining us and producing, as always. We will be back here next week. If you do want to send an email, though, you can absolutely do that at podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that is podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody.